Welcome to Trot's Life Massive Tuesday edition. It's Terrain Cup on the weekend and we're pretty excited about it. We're about to announce the fields for the Terrain Cup. We'll then have a look at the markets, which will open in 15 minutes time, which is amazing. We can get these out straight off the back of the fields being released. The big cat, Matt Laparte, is going to join myself and Tim O'Connor. We're going to pull the races apart a little bit. And then in the second hour, Paddy Lee is going to join us and Greg Norman at least. And uh, it's pretty tough organising these shows with uh, as the fields drop, but I'll keep working on that throughout the next hour or so. We'll get someone else as well, uh, maybe even Peter Craven. I've seen him a contact as well to see if he'll come on. But first and foremost, Tim O'Connor, mate, uh, how are you and whereabouts are you today? G'day, mate. Going well and um, I'm not in my hometown of Ballarat today. I am in a Tarnas Racing Victoria headquarters in Did... an Epsom Road here. So, was, yeah. Was that you with the very, very clever tweet saying big, the big show about today's show? <laughs> uh, yes, it was. I oh, may have uh, that, produced that. You, people don't realise how clever you are. Like the big show, of course, was trained by Kevin Von Duvet and uh, Dan Tarang and the connection you've made there to the cup fields is very, very clever, mate. You should be commended for it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> when I tweeted big show, uh, for sure. I, was, I might have even been talking at the uh, the old WWF wrestler for those wrestling fans <laughs> that got uh, involved back in the day. But no, I'm down it at Epsom Road today si- and uh, looking forward to it. Seriously, I didn't, don't know anything about the wrestler, but I knew straight away <laughs> the big show <laughs> was trained by Kevin Von Duvet. And uh, we'll reveal the fields very shortly. I've got them right in front of me. And Kevin, I hope you're listening, mate, because uh, you're going to be pretty happy in a moment or two's time. Uh, we might read them out. What do you reckon, Tim? The Tarang Co-op, Tarang Pacing Cup and the Moors Bearings Tarang Trotters Cup. So are we ready for this? Let's do it. You can have the Pacing Cup this week and I'll go with the Trotters. Okay, I couldn't tell you who had what last week, but I'll take your word for it. So the Tarang Co-op, Tarang Pacing Cup, $40,000 event. Number one is Springfield Affair. Number two, Silent Major. Number three, Jillaby Willow. Number four, Jillaby Jack Sparrow. Number five, Al Vincent Can Go. Number six, Fides. Number seven, District Attorney. Number eight, Ideal Escape. Number nine, Cosimo. Number 10, Beyond the Light. Number 11, So What? And number 12, Hurricane Harley, that is the field for the Tarang Co-op Tarang Pacing Cup. Um, I'll go straight with the Trotters, and then we can maybe go back and have a look at them both, Toby. It's yep. the Moore Sparings Tarang Trotters Cup, a $25,000 event on Saturday over the long trip of 2,680 metres, a standing start, of course. And horse number one is Blue Komen. Number two, Baltica. Number three, Love Your Brother. Thanks. Number four, Kiang Zena. Number five, Sir Patrick. Number six, Leanne Leanne. Number seven, He's All Muscle. Number eight, Kiang Ignite. Number nine, Kai Valley Hotspur. And number 10, Kiang Chucky. That is the Tarang Trotters Cup Fields. They will be races five and six. At this stage, they're at 8.57 and 9.30, the feature events on Saturday night. And 
Andrew Spagnolo from the tab. He's woken up a bit husky voice, so he's not going to join us this morning, unfortunately, live. But he's currently uh, on the on the wheel, spinning like mad to try and get <laughs> some markets together, Tim, because I picked it apart nicely last week. Uh, mm. So hopefully I can do the same on the other uh, in about 10 minutes' time. Yeah, uh, well, what what strikes with the pacing? Sort of, it just looks very, very even. Um, oh, we'll, we'll open up favourite. I mean, one of the Emma Stewart runners probably open up favourite, but um, mm. yeah, are they a false favourite? Maybe um, a reputational favourite. I don't know Hurricane Harley beyond delight. They've been running in good races, but. I think they can go better, and there's some really good horses in this field. There's a bit of gate speed too, Toby, off the front line. Yeah, there's the gate speed's interesting because Springfield a fair lead last start, and uh, what would you say was uh, a tear away leader in front. He got a bit reefing and tearing, and imagine Kevin's gone back and worked on that a little bit. I don't expect him to do the same, but off the back of that run, you wouldn't think he'd hand up. But then Jillaby Willow and Jillaby Jack Sparrow's very fast off the gate, so. I don't think they'll want to go to war over the 2,600, those horses. Fighties and district attorney are generally uh, sit sprinters. I- Ideal Escape looks well-placed. I'm already thinking uh, my place bet, Tim's going to be Ideal Escape. I want to see what it opens up. Last week, we had Rakiro Rebel from Three the Pegs. Uh, opened up $6 the place. I think Ideal Escape will be Three the Pegs, and it's going to be a great spot to be in this Terrain Cup. We saw a few years ago, and geez, I, it was a stride horse. I'm going to say wolf stride. Started from outside of the second row and was in front after about 400 metres in a Terrain Cup. And I'm going to say it was Zach Phillips. I'm just trying to work my way there. I think you're right. I think you're right. It was he won, a, didn't he? And he won. It was a brilliant drive. And I just wonder if that's sort of a James Herbertson or a Mark Pitt tactic at mm. the start of the race. It was Wolf Stride and it was Zach Phillips in 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we've only had a couple of minutes to dissect this, but it, yeah. it, um, it's an interesting race. And we'll, we'll probably, before I leave, we'll, we'll maybe do our $100 spend. And, um, yeah, it may be a race where I actually play a couple of horses. I don't know. Um, Fides is going great guns. You know, I think he's a real X-factor horse. But, yeah, the draws a little difficult. He's going to end up a fair way back, you'd think, from gate six, wouldn't you? Um, you know, with that speed under him and some, some class out the back. Uh, Cosimo, Toby's been racing well, uh, racing the Cranbourne Cup on Saturday night yeah. as well. Um, Hurricane Harley, great horse. Um, he yeah, he's not at his best. I mean, I don't think anyone would would be able to say that he is. And so what? Uh, is she up to her? I mean, she chased home fight, isn't that Hamilton Cup? Not beaten far by hitting there. Um, I think she's won since at Ballarat and run third after that. Uh, good ra- Our Vincent Kango is a nice horse. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm really intrigued by this market. I don't reckon it's – I wish we did have Spags on today because <laughs> I dare say he would be saying it was a very difficult race to price. So the best horse in the race, if you ask me, going forward will be District Attorney. I'm a massive fan of this horse. He's first up some real queries how fit he is, what he'll do, this preparation. Of course, his crew's brothers, Bromacker, didn't come to his best until he was about now, and he sort of dominated for about 12 months from here on end and won a New Zealand Cup, etc. Will he win a New Zealand Cup? Maybe not district attorney, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him at the absolute top echelon of our horses over the next 12 months. He's, he's a real query horse for me. I'm not sure whether he goes forward or back, but 
he'll be very interesting in that race. And, and the Terang Trotters Cup. So there's six off the front and four off 10 metres. The four off 10 being He's All Muscle, Keying Ignite, Keying Hotspur and Keying Chucky. For me, I'm a real Ignite man. I think he's the best horse in the race, Tim. And I, I think he'll win this, uh, all things being equal. Yeah, uh, I'm a fan as well. Um, yeah, I, I like him. I'm obviously, we're all price dependent, but uh, I think the camp. Uh, speaking to him over a couple of drinks on after the Great Southern Star, Toby. I think they obviously Kang Chucky got that good run in behind the leader and ran third in that final. Um, I'm just trying to paraphrase what Jason Lee said, but I think if he was on. Kiang Ignite, I reckon he would have given himself a real sniffer winning that Great Southern Star um, just with his horse's speed. So, yeah, I'm probably leaning that way. He's on muscle, really nice horse. He was one I reckon we spoke about on radio before the Great Southern Star. Just he might be one at a price, yeah, that horse on the way up that might be able to, to figure and, and run a really good race. And he did that. He made the final and ran fourth. I know he got a good barrier draw. But um, at first look, yeah, I'm with you. Kiang Ignite, I think uh, he'll be opening up favorite um you'd agree with that as well yeah i think so but what we might do we might take a break uh i think the tab markets are almost ready to go so we'll take a break we'll come back and i suppose the markets will be up on the other side of the break tim we'll talk more specifically to them how's that sound that sounds good to me. We'll chat soon. Let's do that. Break back the other side with the tab markets for the Terrain Cup. Oh, welcome back to Trot's Life. Jeez, they're a busy ad break sometimes, Tim, when prices come up and trying to I'm just texted Jody Quinlan and see if we can get her on later in the show to find out about district attorney. Let's have a look at these prices. They've just gone up, literally, and it's the only market in racing you can bet on on Saturday at the moment. No gallops, no greyhounds, just how harness. Good's that? Yeah, how That's good's super. that? It Great work super. from the Tab and Andrew um, for doing that. And I've confirmed this morning, Toby, that uh, we're speaking with Paul Oxenford in here at the racing office. He's happy for us to continue to do this on a Tuesday and open up some of the feature races on a Saturday night uh, in, liais- in, in liaising with the Tab. And, um, yeah, we can reveal the fields on this show. So it's going to be a bit of a, a, weird, a Tuesday well, afternoon or Tuesday morning staple for some people, I reckon. Now, I'm... Cognizant here, Fides is $2.30 favourite, and Julian's just been uh, working during the ad break. We've got a little clip here from Matty Craven last Friday where he spoke about Fides, who's open favourite in the Terrain Cup, and I can't remember exactly what he said, so we might have a listen to this, Tim, because I think it's going to be pretty pertinent to this discussion. Yeah, I was hoping that we could have been at um, Melton a couple of weeks ago and then maybe Cranberry tonight, but he just... He had a, a little bit of um, swelling around one joint, but it, it sort of subsided and, and all seems good. So he's back on track for hopefully terrain next week. And it's just one of those things you walk out each day and you hope that everything's okay. But it's just probably one of those things. I think he was feeling really well and, and possibly even just hurt himself in the paddock. So. Well, there we go, right? So that is... Key information about a favourite in a Terrain Cup. He's had a bit of swelling around a joint, so I'd say he's missed some work, and he's almost half first up here, Tim, at $2.30, and he's not a horse that dominates a race, and initially, straight away, I think he's unders. What are your thoughts? Haven't heard yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. With, well, I, well, I hadn't heard that, but that does go to what I heard. I spoke to Matty just in a little ad break on Trot's Vision at Cranbourne on Saturday night, and he won't mind me saying this because it's largely what he just said there. And I said, oh, yeah. how's Fidey's going? And he said, oh, he did something in the paddock or 
I think he was feeling a bit too fresh in himself, the horse. And uh, but he did say he'd be right for Terang, so good to see him in the field. Um, yeah, it's certainly a little question mark on him. Uh, the barrier draw is not ideal for him. I don't think he's going to end up a long way back. And I'm, yeah, I'm in your camp. I think he's unders, and I'm convinced he'll drift. I, I think he'll be yeah. a four four dollar chance or something like that by by race time on Saturday. But can see why he's gone up favourite. I think um, you're speaking about horses before that you think might have the biggest scope or might be the best horse in time. He probably hasn't got a lot of time ahead of him, given he's yeah, uh, he's had yeah. some troubles over the years. But I think he's probably right up in that conversation about horses in this field with the most most talent. Yeah, I just don't know if Matt can put the work into him like he'd love to, mm. to get him to that absolute top echelon. Now, he's so fast, isn't he? He's so fast. It's his asset. So if he's close enough, I still think he'll be able to run over the top of him. Spag says, uh, Andrew Spagnolo from the tab says, Beyond Delight only firmer so far. So he's in the $4. Fidey's $2.20 out to $2.30. So we're seeing that shift already in the market. And I wonder, I'll look straight away, Tim. 516 ideal escape the place is where my eyes are drawn. I predicted it'd be about this. I think Silent Affair will hold up. Jillaby Jack Sparrow possibly gets to the top. May end up four back the pegs, ideal escape, but I still don't think that'll be a bad spot to be in this race. And, I think five sixteen at the moment. If you can, if it gets out the sixes, that'd be just a bonus. But I think it'll it'll be more like a four dollar chance to play. So a little bit of value there. Ideal escape, as I always turn my eyes to the pegs in these races, and even Jewelby Jack Sparrow. He's been so good over twelve hundred. So one day I'll go over twenty six hundred. I suppose that will be a question of Paddy Lee at twelve o'clock when I get Paddy Lee on. Yeah, I'm just looking at the market now. Out of two fifty fighters now, so that that will drift. I'm I'm convinced of that. Um, District Attorney, 450. Yeah, I know we're going to talk about what, what we're doing with our 100. Um, I need a bit more time. Yeah. Potentially, yeah, an, ad, no, we'll, potentially another ad break. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get Matty Lepard. He's going to come on at 11.30, and uh, he'll, he's, he's going to have a look at these markets as well and have a little chat to them too. Go, go to the Trotters, mate, and it was funny because I looked at this and I thought, well, the real four winning chances, I think, are all off 10 metres. And straight away, I would have thought Keying Ignite would be favourite just ahead of He's All Muscle mm. and Keying Chucky. Maybe the concern with Ignite is his manners, and uh, he's had what now? 11, 12 starts, something like that? Or, yep. or am I confusing him with Chucky? And 11 starts he's had. Maybe it's around manners. He's won a Swan Hill Trotting Cup from a stand start, and he won at Geelong from a stand start. So he's two from two from stand start. So. If stands don't prove an issue, I'm, I'm keying Ignite here all the way. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably neglected his on us a little bit there. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his, so I can see why he's favourite. Uh, he's I don't know what he's like from the tapes, but he's very quick off the mobile. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's a that market looks. I think um, what I think the trend will be would be, I reckon money will come for he's or muscle and King Ignite, and they'll start very close together and I think Hotspur and, and Chucky might, I definitely think Chucky will drift from the 270 um, and Hotspur uh, a winning chance but probably an outside winning chance for me so I think the money would really trim up for, for Ignite and he's on muscle uh, who'll start favourite I reckon they'll come for the locals so Kang Ignite to start, I reckon I'm going to go with $2.25 Toby on Saturday night. Do, do you want to bring that up do you? Well I let, I led you in here so you go on what it, last week, I <laughs> leaped the fame, opened a dollar twenty. But what did he close? 
Well, you tell me it was a dollar ten. He closed a dollar ten, which I said last week. You said we had a slab on it, and <laughs> I've already drunk it. It's gone. <laughs> um, you were quick to point that out. They hadn't even crossed the line, and you're in. You're into the into me. Um, yeah, I had to go. The kids were absolutely. The wind had nearly blown them to um, back home to Gemrook. In fact, they were they were done with the wind. My kids. I mean, God bless. And, them. and your young fella had already uh, chipped Darren Carroll about the, the hair in the eyes too, <laughs> which was uh, well noted. <laughs> he's a pretty special little boy, Ollie. So he doesn't really understand things like that. So as we as we highlighted last year, Tim, in um, when we got to the stall meeting on Good Friday. <laughs> And, yep. uh, yeah, I said to him, and basically I can tell him to say anything or do anything. He'll just do it. He'll just do it, right? Which is dangerous and for someone. And that doesn't bode well for, for him <laughs> because, yeah, you're not the, the most switched on bloke going around. So he's bowled out. For those uh, playing along, he's bowled over to Darren Carroll in the windy condition and offered him a hairbrush or something. So, um, <laughs> which which was a little bit funny coming It was. Uh, it was. Um, off the, the other thing. I'll, yeah, sorry, go, go on. Text, text. Off, yep. the, off the text. Uh, from Pat, great work for the tab and HRV to work together and get markets up for you guys to chat about and punters to have a look at. And it certainly is uh, from the racing department and tab. And yeah, it's great work getting these up. Super. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, there's already movement and that's that's no surprise. But um, people like betting early and then it'll probably go cold for a couple of days and then it'll really heat up again. Uh, I'm just thinking back to what we spoke about last week. I remember... Off the top, I was really keen on Mufasa Metro um, just at the first glance. Tape. I think we both were at the price. And um, I decided to be clever and put in a heap of work into that race and then come up with I'm Ready Jet is my best bet of the night <laughs> when I should have just stuck with the gut instinct and um, and gone with Mufasa Metro with uh, Johnny Justice pulling out a ripper drive, I must say, to, to get that feature. But, yeah, great to – yeah, and I'm looking forward to hearing Matt uh, Leopard's thoughts as well, having some um, smarter minds than us. I go Leopard. I go Lepard. You go Lepard. Lepard. Yeah. Makes him sound well, more sophisticated. We'll ask him about that off the top. I'm sure it's Leopard, isn't it? Yeah. What? what? Oh, no, I've gone too far back. Oh, I, I go Lepard. You can. You can. We, we call him the big cat. He he will. He's a real professional at this. We're just sort of battlers doing our best, really. So uh, I can't find our last week's tips. I know I was keen. Rakiro Rebel the place. Yeah, you, you had, yeah, you were. You had the world's worst first four that got oh, in. Did I get it? You got it. I would have lost, wouldn't I? Yeah, you did. You hoped, I did not. Yeah, I I spent a lot of time on that race and was still wouldn't have come up with anything better. But, <laughs> yeah, the extra work that I put in, uh, I got the speed map right. I'm ready to find the front. But I I didn't have Johnny Justice slotting in behind him from gate eight, which uh, I know it worked out for him with Kai Valley Hotspur sort of dropping off at the bell. But, um yeah, that killed me, Johnny getting in behind. Uh, he downplayed it in the post-race interview with Shannon O'Sullivan. He, he didn't. She asked him about you know getting in behind the the horse, that the main danger, and running it down in the straight. And he he, he felt that he'd win anyway. But uh, geez, I don't know. I don't know about that. I oh, reckon. I don't, um, know. I don't think. I reckon he, he needed to be in behind it for that last lap. And um, yeah. Anyway, he uh, he was too good. And um, I think. We mentioned this on the coverage, and I saw Ever Justice uh, put it up on social media. She hadn't seen a salute like that since Shaker Maker, Toby, but, with but uh, John Justice. Mark Gurry, the owner of Mufasa Metro, sponsored and supported the Cranbourne Club, and I don't know, but I would say for at least 20 years, potentially yep. even 30 years, right? So John's salute, I'm sure, was because he knew how much that race would have meant to Mark Gurry, his, his loyal owner over many years. So uh, it was a fitting way of saluting. It wasn't 
how good a drive was that, which it could have been. It wasn't yeah. how good's my horse. It was, Mark, uh, This you know, your support for the Cranbourne Club. Uh, it's John's acknowledgement of how much that, I believe, how much that meant to Yeah, to I, think you, I think you're right. And also, um, I actually am surprised the fact that, um, given all you've said about, you know, the connection to the race is that they actually had the horse out for a spell. Um, <laughs> I know they have, you have to pull the, you have to that, say that enough's enough, but I'm surprised the Cranbourne Cup wasn't originally on the radar. That that would be because Mark Gurry's the sort of owner that says, John, here's the horse, here are the keys, mm. you do what's best for that horse. I don't, you know, put put my ownership of the horse secondary. John's gone away. He's gone, this horse needs a break. He's looked at the field and gone, well, there's a dead set chance here and he's brought him back. So that would be yep. why that is. And he's uh, going to line up at Terang on Saturday night now. No, he's not. He's out for a spell. <laughs> uh, we, we won't see him for a while. That was actually almost 12 months, I think, since he actually last won a race, which is quite remarkable. He's raced. He would have won a stack of prize money through the, the last 12 months, but he actually hadn't won for a long period of time. He, uh, he got there on Saturday night.